Hollow Cult, we all know that the internet is not a safe place, especially when you're in our line of work. We're constantly looking up nefarious conspiracies, putting out FOIA requests, looking into dropped FBI files. That's why we here in the Hollow Layer trust our ISP to express VPN. I know most of you are probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when we're at home, we never go online without using ExpressVPN. That's right. We don't need any more of our information floating around out there. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't be seen with any of the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting it 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption out there. ExpressVPN is also available on all of your devices, phones, computers, tablets, even your smart TVs. So there's no excuse as to why you should not be using something like this when it comes to protecting yourself and protecting your data. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash hollow one, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash H-O-L-O-1, expressvpn.com slash hollow one to learn more. Sky Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. And happy Monday, Hollow Cult. Um, it's the beginning of another fabulous week. We hope that this puts everybody in a well enough mood to fight your way through the wonderful work week that we all enjoy so much. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's put us together a banger today. I'm excited to get into it, but first we got to get through the business. First and foremost, one month away, October 6th, 7th, and 8th, that is the 40 and Airwaves Ultimate Podcast Conference full weekend event. If you want to go, pick up some tickets. It's live podcast, podcast panels, meet and greets, and a Sunday pancake breakfast. The full weekend event is 50 bucks, uh, not counting your room and board. There will be a cash bar. Uh, there's special room rates available. Wow, special room rates available uh, at the link tree. It will be at the end at Ohio Northern University in Ada, Ohio. Come and hang out with us, The Uncomfortable Podcast, Cryptids of the Corn, uh, The Boys at AI, Kill the Mockingbird, and The Bump Podcast. Should be a awesome time. We're just going to kick it. We're each going to do a uh, little show, um, and then we're going to do some formal Q&A and a non-formal Q&A and hang out and just have a good time. We'll have merch for sale, all kinds of good stuff. So definitely check that out if you're interested in going. Check us out at all our social medias as well. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. Uh, search up the Hollow Sky Podcast. We will be there. If you have a paranormal encounter you'd like for us to feature on a future show, 
Kyle's got some deeds. You can write your story out. Shoot it over to the email, which is going to be hollisguypodcast at gmail.com. You can also request an interview. Please try to kind of give us a recap uh, of your story in the email so we know what we're getting ourselves into. And then we will try to set something up. Most of the time for those interviews, we're probably going to try to run them on Saturdays uh, when we can. And then as far as content creators go, the best one for us is probably going to be on Tuesdays when we do have the opportunity for that. Um, you can also call or text the holophone, which is going to be 618-556-0837. And that is the same phone for the night shift, which is on Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, if you have anything that you'd like to send us, the P.O. Box is P.O. Box 145, Field in Illinois, 62031. We appreciate anything and everything. Uh, as you can tell, I still feel a little bit under the weather, but I'm getting getting my bearings back slightly. So, Yep. Kyle's been on the struggle bus, but... Yeah, we're getting there. He's making his way off. He's got this. We're getting there. It is what it is. Yeah. Send us weird shit to the P.O. Box. Yeah. Um, you know, any haunted items, send it to us with a little bit of backstory. We can, uh, you know, dig into it a little bit. Just send it our way. Be a good time. Uh, how can you support the show? I know that's what you're thinking. Well, you can go to holloskypodcast.com and find something over there that you find interesting. You can buy shirts, stickers, all sorts of good stuff over there. We have a Patreon if you're interested in extra content. We probably got 55 or 60 extra shows over there. Um, some extra goodies, all kinds of stuff over there you can check out. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I get to feeling better, I'm going to try to start hitting that yeah, a little we got, bit harder. We got uh, some stuff coming down the line, so we're we're working on it. We got a Venmo if you'd like to throw some pocket change in our Venmo account for all of our bad habits. That is much appreciated. Best thing you can do is spread the show word of mouth, share it on social media. Um, as we mentioned before, we're kind of hit a little plateau. We're trying to break through. So the more everybody shares the show, the better uh, off we are, the more listeners we can fall onto, and the bigger the Holocaust gets, the more opportunity we have to put out more content for you all. You can go to wherever you listen to your podcast, your podcatcher, that is, and leave us a wonderful five-star rating and review. And when you do, I will hunt it down and find it and read it. That being said, today's five-star rating and review comes to us from our friend Midwest Nate. Midwest Nader says, five stars. Since we're on the topic of talking Sasquatch stories, some of the craziest stories I've ever heard is from Wes's show. I've listened to every episode he's put out over the years, and he always has some wild ones. Anyway, love the show, guys. Been listening since the beginning. Keep them up. Well, Nate, thanks for the kind words and the five stars. Definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, shout out to Wes's show. He is uh, the Sasquatch king as far as that goes. Yeah. He's got her on lock over there. Um, yeah. Tune into him and uh, our homie Jeremiah, Bigfoot Society. If you got to fill that Sasquatch itch you've got in the back of your brain. Uh, from there, we're going to move on to our listener submission of the day. It is a follow up to our full episode we released a couple weeks back 37 Years of High Strangeness with our friend Rachel. Um, she has tuned back in to answer some of the questions we had. Um, we're hoping to get a call from her either on the night shift or have her call in to, uh, do a little interview. We're kind of working out the kinks in that, but right now we're just going to share what she has sent in. Rachel says, hi, Stephen Kyle. First off, thank you so much for sharing my experience and your own thoughts and feelings about the experiences that I've shared so far. I'm humbled and still in a little shock for hearing my stories out loud, knowing they will actually reach around the world. That's so wild to think about. I'm going to do my best to call into the night shift if you get to the phones. I think the quickest thing 
uh, to talk about would be my brother and what my brother and I saw running in the pasture. I thought I'd answer some of your questions before we figure, uh, figure out when to get together for an interview. Question number one, we ask which side her great grandmother was on. And she says, my great grandmother was on my mom's side. Uh, we also ask if her father took her prophetic dream seriously. Um, she says, absolutely. He had totally accepted that one day he was going to die. Honestly, I wish I knew if he was having similar dreams or feelings. My parents were only in their mid forties when he died. They'd refinanced the house, made sure all the wills and life insurance were updated. The vehicle loans even had the term life insurance. I think that's what it's called was in place in the event that one of my parents died. The vehicles would be paid off months before he died. For whatever reason, he was slowly making sure we would all be okay if he passed. Financially, mom was okay because of all the steps they had made long before the accident. Emotionally, we were all a wreck, and that would carry on for at least a decade for me. I'll go into that when I get into the demon house. I can say with absolute certainty that daddy was, daddy was not afraid of death. He was ready to go home whenever God called him. Question three, my dreams. Boy, oh boy, strap in. Just in the last year... I've dreamed about two pregnancies that were confirmed within a week of me having the dreams. Back in 2018, I had startlingly, I had a startlingly, wow, startlingly, there we go, got it, specific dream with a face and a name in my head. I've been dating someone who apparently had a wife and another girlfriend. We did not know about each other. He deserves an Oscar and a bodily injury for how he pulled off that stunt. We had gone home at Christmas and didn't take me with, with him, which was a red flag for sure. I'd spoken to him on the phone before going to bed and just didn't have a great feeling. Something was off. When I went to sleep, all I kept seeing in my dreams was the face of a beautiful brunette woman and hearing her first name. Nothing shown connected to him. Just the face and name over and over. I immediately got on Facebook and went into detective mode. And there it was, this beautiful woman making comments on a family member's page and tagging their dogs in the pictures. Needless to say, it ended shortly after he came back. Months go by, and out of the blue, this woman reaches out to me. She had a feeling she needed to find me as well. She had ended up married to this scumbag and wanted me to know the other things that she had discovered. Weird how the universe tells your lies even when you think they're hidden. She texted me a couple months ago to let me know that the divorce was final. Good for her. The Watcher dreams are a little less stranger. I'll save those. Wow. The Watcher dreams are a little stranger. I'll save those. I think I want to hear your initial reactions to those firsthand. The Demon House is also wild. I can type it up, but it might take a bit to get it all in order. So much happened over that year. Let me know if you want to read it before we talk about it and all get together. Looking forward to talking to you guys. This literally feels so strange, like I'm talking to celebrities. <laughs> your friend, Rachel. Well, Rachel, first off, thanks so much for taking the time to respond to uh, the questions we had. Um, second off... We are far from celebrities. <laughs> yeah, very, very far. You're just two blue-collar nerds that That's right. are trying to figure it out as we go. <laughs> um, but I do appreciate you taking the time to answer some of the questions that we had. Um, it did really seem like your dad knew what was coming before it got there. Yeah. Him taking all the time and the necessary steps to make sure that all of you were good... Uh, really kind of just solidifies that, that that as far as taking care of his family, he was in the place that he needed to be whenever, you know, death came knocking. And, Which is uh, just, it's just the job of a, of a good father. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. He may have had an inkling as to what was coming or something to that effect. But it, it, like, if you strip all that away, that's just him being, the best version of a father possible. Yeah. Right. Cause that's, that's what you're supposed that, to do. That's a father's number one goal is to make sure everybody's okay. Like even, even cause I, it's so fucking weird because I, I think the exact same way in that context of, of may, wanting to make sure that if anything were to happen to me, I know that the rest of my family is going to be good yeah. to a degree, obviously. But, uh, I don't know. Like it just, it makes you have that much more respect for the man. And I don't, I didn't even know the man, but yep. uh, it just, it makes you have a lot of respect for him that he, he took those extra steps. Yep. Shout out to dad for being a dope dad. Absolutely. Um, and your prophetic dreams. Whew, that's crazy that you caught old boy via dream 
And then everything came came. It is weird. Fell right into place. But good on you. Yeah, absolutely. Good on you. The dude seemed like a fucking turd. <laughs> uh, but we will have to set up a time um, to get you on the phone so we can talk about uh, the Watcher Dreams. Yeah. I'm really invested into that. I want to. I want to do an interview for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably hit you with an email. See, we can get our times together. Uh, but again, thanks for taking the time to put out your initial story and following up with this one. Uh, it's cool to kind of put a little bit more backstory into the experiences. And feel free to call into the night shift too, but yeah. we definitely want to set up an uh, interview because the night shift, you you kind of want to keep it shorter so everybody can get their calls in and stuff. And I feel like this is going to, this is, we're going to need some insight on some of this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, again, if you want to have an experience that you would like to share, Kyle's went through it. Check it out at the beginning of the show. From here, Kyle's got this info. We are getting ready to bounce into... It's a weird one. I am ready. It's a weird one. Uh, before I get into that, though, I, I, I do want to make a rather quick announcement I forgot to bring up earlier. Um... I believe it should be locked in. I'm not 100% sure because she hasn't responded yet, but... So we're putting her on the spot. Yeah, I believe that on the 20th, the night shift on the 20th of this month, Avery from Chiller Queen Podcast is going to be joining us. So if you're a big fan of Avery, make sure you tune in for the night shift because she will be joining us. And I believe she's going to be talking about her meeting Mr. Bledsoe. Ooh, that'll be interesting. So that'll be a good conversation. Yeah. And then, of course, we'll open phone lines. And that's the other, other thing that I wanted to point out, too, as far as the phone lines go. You don't, like Jeremiah was on Bigfoot Guy, you don't need to have just Bigfoot stories. Call in with everything. I, I would love, especially in Jeremiah's case, it would be awesome to see his reaction to things way outside his his knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just thought, I think it would be interesting. But I wanted to throw that out there, try to promote it, and I think it's going to be a good time. But, as Steve stated, off to the races. So, I don't even remember how I stumbled onto this, but I found a cloning center story. And it touches on a lot of different aspects that me and Steve have talked about before, which is going to be interesting to get into. I would also like to hear what a lot of the listeners think about this. But the dude that I found, his name is Donald Marshall. And obviously he's a whistleblower that came forward and is trying or was trying to expose cloning centers. Apparently, Donald had been in these cloning cloning centers affiliated with them since the, about the age of five years old. And I'm not sure if I get into it later, but he was actually brought in by his parents to be cloned as what he refers to diddle kid. Gross. Yeah. So, there's that, which is terrible. Um, but something ironic here, Donald went through what is known as the awakening. That's when your suppressed memories of these experiments manifest into your brain. This happens when you turn, drum roll, 30, which is almost exact, the exact same amount of time with the super soldier programs. Yep. I was just going to say that. That <coughs> is the same thing that... Um, damn, what is his name? I'm having a brain fart, too. Yeah, I can't. Every because there's another, another Max Spears. Yeah, same thing Max Spears was talking about. There's another about. reference with him later on, too, that I want you to catch. <laughs> but according to Donald... There is two separate types of cloning. There is a replication cloning, which is simply replicating a person. It's born as a baby and is essentially the exact same person. He almost makes it sound like 
it's like this full pregnancy process as well. Then there is duplication cloning, where they grow you in a tank. There is also a few different grades of cloning. And I believe it's called Merck. Merck 1 through 4. Merck 1 cloning has been around apparently since World War II. Apparently they had a lot of problems with the Merck 1 clones. These clones were known as the organic robotoid. So wrap your brains around that one. (laughs) Which kind of reminds me of the story you once told me, Steve, and I'm probably going to butcher this, of the robot being they got hit by a car. Mm -hmm. That's what it makes. That's what pops in my head when I read that. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Somewhere in here. Um, then there is a uh, Merc 2, and I'm not 100% sure how this shit works, but it's an REM-driven clone. This type of clone is used by the Illuminati, apparently. So when you go to sleep, they can... I'm, I'm assuming it has to do with whenever we sleep, and there's that possibility of astral projection... Apparently, they can capitalize on the situation and transfer your consciousness into a clone while you're sleeping. They used to achieve this by... terrifying. Yeah. And they used to achieve getting clones of you by collecting samples of you in one way or another. In some cases, they would use cells from a woman's pap smear or the discarded foreskin of a child, which apparently is how they obtained Donald's DNA and were able to make a clone of him. See, Spears went hard into this project called Oak Tree. And uh, when I was researching it, Project Oak Tree was so hard to find any information on because they went back and masked Project, other projects with the same name. That have nothing to do with have to do with like school board shit and all. Oh this yeah, other stuff. yeah, yeah. But the project oak tree that he was talking about, uh, from what I gathered, uh, was a campaign in the fifties through the seventies that would pick out very very specific women as surrogates. They had to have a specific womb structure and all of this weird, weird shit to house these embryos. That's weird. That are could essentially be a clone that they would put back out. To the super soldier program. That's so weird. I would love to get into that. Um, another way they were able to obtain tissue, as described by Donald, is what he says. They would take this device that essentially looks like an oil drill. They would place it on your forearm. Then this device would then drill into your, your skin, and the bit would spin with these little teeth that would open up and then close again when the bit stopped. That sounds horrible. I know. They explained to Donald that they needed to do this to agitate the skin in order to obtain a better sample. However, as, as they progressed with this type of technology, they were apparently able to gather everything they needed from a simple blood sample. Donald claims a lot of the world's leaders attend these cloning centers and that it's highly used by the elites of the world. Not only that, but I mean, and, and elites in every form of the, of the word, you know, celebrities, politicians, world leaders, all of them, all of them apparently attend these, these cloning facilities and it's done. So in a way to partake in nefarious things, it's essentially, um, an Epstein Island on crack because not only do you get to do all that stuff, but he talks about, um, almost like gladiator events, uh, hostile style event events, which you, I mean, you hear about shit like that way spoken under everybody's breath, right? Like you, you hear about all of the, the, sexual misconduct quite a lot but it's this 
like that that in itself is horrific. I'm not playing oh, that yeah. off at all. But it's this like this murder, this murder shit that they're doing. Like they you hear that the the, the elites will go out and go on human hunts and shit like in the wilds of Alaska and shit like that. Yep. Put on these gladiators like kind of battle royale fight to the death kind of bullshit. Well, and I mean, to be fair, if you, if you really think about it, whichever way you go, right. One of those is almost inevitably going to lead to the next one of those. Right. Because the first one will say the, the sexual stuff is first after a while that's most likely going to lose its appeal. It's going to be a repetitive thing, right? Like, yeah. oh, this isn't fun anymore, yada, yada, yada. And then you're going to you're gonna start pushing the envelope again because that's the, that's the society that you're in. And that's people in general, right? Like you, you do something like skydiving so repetitive, repetitively that it kind of becomes – it almost loses its – whatever yeah, yeah. to it you know thrill factor yeah there you go and it I, I just feel like it's it's highly plausible that one leads 100%. to the other one hands and you, down and you probably have different factions you know what oh I mean? yeah you probably have the ones that are solely focusing on sexual desires you know you got, yeah you got like your weirdo lust camp of the elites over here then you probably have the other ones that are like the fucking wrath camp over here that just want to see murder and destruction yeah which stop, is terrifying stop putting these people in power <laughs> yes yeah absolutely but and then there's the the other aspect to it right like because i'm not trying to discredit donald's story by any means but if that's the case, and, and maybe it's just that my my brain can't wrap around all of it quite yet. Um, to a degree, outside of other than some of the other things that Donald will later get into here, but to a degree, why? I guess I can I can self answer to this, but. You would think if if they had the ability to clone whomever they wanted to, and let's let's pretend they were being little fuckwads and breaking into hospitals and get, and collecting DNA samples to create different types of clones. We'll just run with that. And they were using those clones as sex slaves, torture slaves, whatever. You would think that that would now, for the most part, minimize human trafficking and those types of things, right? Because this, because you know what would happen. People would argue that they're just clones. They're nothing. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like that's, right? that's where, it's almost as if, it's kind of like what we were talking about on the night shift uh, that will come out tomorrow yes yeah yes so it yeah oddly enough it it is kind of in the same vein (laughs) piggyback off of that but going backwards um it's almost as if these cloning this cloning uh, ability was put into place to maybe try to lull that away you know what i mean like yeah like okay well if we can if we can make clones essentially then, then we're not taking away from the from the real human population, but I think you get into that gray area that we were talking about. Like, what makes a human a human? Apparently, they them using the clones wasn't human enough. Yeah. So that's it, kind of what I that's that's where my brain goes is that it it loses its wow factor for them. Yeah. Does a does a. Uh, clone show fear does a clone show pain Bingo. does a clone you know cuz i feel like that's a big part of what drives these type of like socialite fucking psychopaths yeah. you know what i mean yeah they're you, you and it's a, it's it's got to be like a power play it's beyond 
a, a sexual need. It's like it's like they feed off of this. Yeah, this fear and this this hurt, and that's why I think like when it comes to a clone, it's just like a it's it would be like a sex doll. You would think. Yes. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes, that's that's kind of where my brain was going too, and then it like you you could sit here and and try to argue that using that type of technology would quell these masses i feel like it would just feed them and empower them because it would get them almost acclimated to it yeah and they'd be like okay now i'm ready for the real thing yeah like i've got to i've got to push the envelope i've got to experience this yeah and it's fucking terrifying it's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but back to Donald here. He absolutely despised these cloning centers because of everything that was going on at the places. Donald witnessed people who would go through the awakening process. So naturally he wanted the same thing so he could confess it to the cops and have everyone at these facilities arrested. But as he found out later that they were in on it too. Like, I guess these, the reach of these organizations was vast. Uh, Donald would go on, and the interview is very sporadic. A lot of the information I find is very sporadic, so it does kind of go up and down, up and down. And like when you're when I was watching the interview with Donald, it was like he was his brain is everywhere. Like he's it's almost like he's just trying to get out as much information as he possibly can while he's his brain's firing on it. So it does get real sporadic. But he goes on to explain how Britney Spears made a video about this place. Essentially what Britney had to end up doing was selling her DNA and the rights to it to a cloning center. It was a classic deal with the devil, so to speak. Apparently, she did it almost willingly because in return, she was going to be famous and have virtually everything she ever wanted. So this could be a version of the deal with the devil that we hear a lot in the music industry. And I mean, that's a whole rabbit hole in itself with her. Yeah. Like we were talking earlier, we could do a whole deep dive on Britney Spears. But the thing that almost leads credence to the fact that maybe some of what this guy is saying is true is look, look at how off the rails Britney has went. It's almost like it was a campaign to propose her her psychosis. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So now if she were to come out and say this, people would immediately question her and discredit her. Absolutely. Immediately. And not to mention the story in itself is far fetched as all hell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, most people are gonna be like, Yeah, okay, you're nuts. Um but as you can I mean what they would do end up doing with her clones, you know what happened. Um, like I said before, Donald was cloned and used as a slave himself for years and years. He claims that one reason many of these people don't come forward is because of the transferring of consciousness aspect to it. So what they'll end up doing is torturing you. It could be, all types of torture as well, sexual, physical, mental, all of the above, because essentially they have an unlimited supply of you to do this. Oh, yeah. So when you really think about that, it's like being in hell, experiencing torture over and over and over and over and over. Because once this clone body would start to break down. They would transfer your consciousness. And then they still into another one. can feed off the fear and the pain. Exactly. And the terror just consistently, which is hollow cult. Summer is here. So you know what that means? Paranormal investigations and cryptid hunts abound. But before you do that, you're going to need some good clothing. 
So we're excited to announce another month partnering with Tecovis. I feel like at this point, it's it's mandatory to have amazing clothes while you're out crypto chasing or ghost hunting. Because with Tecovas, every boot you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. And nothing says like you're there for business, like walking in in a pair of snakeskin boots. And with it being summer, like Steve said, they also have some sweet short sleeve moisture wickening pearl snaps that are definitely going to put you on the next level. And if you need to carry some stuff, like all your, your ghost hunting gear, you can use their ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags that are always going to get you where you need to be. And to keep cool, they also have men's and women's straw hats. So you're definitely going to want to check them out. That's perfect for keeping the sun off your head and getting getting sunburn up there. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop all the latest styles. I personally am waiting for the cryptid lineup, where I can get me a pair of like Loveland Frogman skin boots, maybe some Loch Ness oh, Monster. Oh, yeah. Imagine that Loch Ness boot. Smooth. Smooth. But until then, you can visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all. He said one of the forms of torture they would they would use on on the clones is they would send a constant electronic current into your clone until it essentially would give you an aneurysm. Jesus. And he he said, and this is his words. He said this is exactly how they killed Bernie Mac. That Bernie Mac was trying to come out about these facilities, and that's how they got him. That's crazy. And that these odd heart attack aneurysms ha- was happening so much in the celebrity world that they almost wanted to get away from it because it's becoming so relevant. Yes, like regular almost. He says, um, and I, I saw the, I heard the fucking audio and videos. Tequila Tequila started coming out about these places and mentions Donald by name and everything they did to him because he claims that in these facilities he actually met up with Tequila Tequila. And if you if you watch some of these videos on her, she kind of starts to go off the rails too talking about um, the Illuminati, Freemasons, cloning centers. I completely forgot about her, man. Exactly. She disappeared. That's so fucking crazy. When when he, or when asked about the facilities and where they're located, Donald names Dulce as one of these bases. Which we've talked about, yeah, and the, the possibility of cloning facilities inside oh. Dulce. Yep, that's exactly what. Man, I can't remember which episode it was, but they said they were they were creating grays with biological, yeah, matter. Oh, you're gonna love it here over in a top bit. of ro- robotics. Yeah. So, uh, but he claims that a lot of these these facilities are within these these dumbs, these deep underground military bases. Donald also throws out a claim, and I don't know much about it. Steve, you might know a little more. Um, he claims that the whole shebang around a man named Robert Picton. You know that name? Was he a serial killer? He is a serial killer. Yeah. He was known as the pig farm killer yep. or, the, or the butcher. He had like what twenty seven counts of of murder. Uh, I can tell you against him here in just a second. Uh, six convicted, twenty six charged, forty nine confessed. Yeah, but apparently, 
these people at the cloning facilities had a, a, a part in that man and everything he was doing to people. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, it's that's a random, in my opinion, that's a random fucking name to pull out of the hat. Yeah. Um, what year? What year was that relevant? You know, uh, he was caught. He was caught in two thousand two. Two thousand two. I don't yep. really remember when the interview was of Donald talking about this. So it might be a little more relevant than I anticipate, but I'm not I'd sure. Let's say, say he uh, popped out in twenty eleven. Was when. Uh, Donald made his it made started his, talking. Okay, because I do remember in the video he he references twenty twelve as well. So I, I'm not sure the context of it. Um, if anybody is interested in uh, Picton, his name is Robert. According to Wikipedia, his name is Robert William Willie Picton, born October twenty fourth, nineteen forty nine, also known as a pig farmer killer or the butcher. He's a Canadian serial killer, serial rapist, and former pig farmer and possible cannibal who is suspected of being one of the most prolific serial killers in Canadian history. After dropping out of school, Picton left a butcher or left a butcher's apprenticeship to begin working full-time at his family's pig farm. He's believed to begun his murders in the early 1980s after inheriting the farm. Arrested in 2002, he was convicted in 2007 of six degree, or second-degree murder of six women. It was also the subject of a lengthy investigation that yielded evidence of numerous other murders. He was charged with the deaths of an additional 20 women, many of them from Vancouver's downtown east side. Uh, but these charges were stayed by the Crown in 2010. Picton was sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole for 25 years, the longest possible sentence for second-degree murder under Canadian law. Uh, during the trial's first day of evidence, the Crown stated that Picton had confessed to 49 murders to an undercover agent at the office of the Inspector General, who was posing as a cellmate. The Crown reported that Picton told the officer that he wanted to kill another woman to make it an even 50, and that he was caught because he got sloppy. It's fucking, it's, I don't know, man. And I wish during the interview, Donald would have went on like more detail as to how the cloning facilities were connected with him. But I'm, I'm not going to rule it out at all because if you, if it has anything to do with MK ultra style shit, we also heard whenever we were looking, what were we looking into? When they said that the human cloning facility, one of them was in Canada. Oh, Charlie told us that. Yeah. 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 Charlie told us that. That's fucking weird. That is. I didn't put that together. Yeah, that's weird. What? Oh, That's weird, dude. Super weird. When I was watching this interview, Donald talks about um, a Megadeth album cover that apparently he or his clone is on. And there's a kid on it who looks all cut up with a skeleton coming out of his chest. And even the the host is like, oh, shit, that looks exactly like you. <laughs> so it was just fucking really weird. Um, and, and we circle back around here. We circle back around to Britney Spears. And like I said, the interview just kind of bounces all around. But he talks about how Britney Spears started to come out uh, about these cloning stations. And she created this like anime style video about her blowing up one. And I ended up finding it and me and Steve just watched it. But the, the song was called Break the Ice. And the video is fucking bizarre. It, it essentially is her crashing the party of a bunch of elites and then blowing up a fucking cloning facility. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the lyrics of the song. No, I mean, you could you could loosely argue around it, but for the most part, no. Not even close. So how the concept is crafted at that point is fucking beyond me. Um... Here's here's a walk down memory lane. Donald also brings up our friend Chris Benoit and how he was part of the cloning facilities and they had been torturing him so much 
that's what led him to his fucking actual break. And he also, Donald also makes a claim that there's an ICP song about Crispin Wall and that Donald was actually the one that wrote the song. What? Yes, sir. Twiz, we need confirmation. Yeah, no doubt, because I have no idea. Twiz is our resident juggalo in the Discord. And then Donald starts to bring up how there is an aspect where the reptilians start to play a role in this type of shit. And he says that the reptilians have been around for a very, very, very long time. And that there are several types of reptilians. There's, there's three separate types, essentially. I'm not sure about the middle one, but I know that there's the, there's one that's like a foot and a half tall. <coughs> and then I know there's one that's about eight feet tall, which we've heard about. We've heard about the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. But they apparently come deep underground where there's more of like a methane air mixture. Apparently the Nazis were in touch with them and that's why they had the Vril society, which ties, a lot of this shit together. But the type one and two reptilians, and I have seen suggestions about this before prior to this, but it they say that the, there's a real parasite. This parasite will enter through someone's eye. And ironically enough, if you search politicians, celebrities, world leaders with black eyes. There are a lot of people yep. with black eyes. It's fucking really weird. And a lot of times they're covering their eyes. Yeah. In press shoots. Yep. Apparently that has something to do with the parasite. It enters in through your eye. It goes to your brain and does its thing. So what happens is, like I said, the parasite enters the human host into the eye as a parasite goes through your eye, it gets into your brain, and then it begins to change. And essentially, the the parasite is almost like a hard drive for the lizard. Because at that point, once the parasite changes, it does its thing, it transfers the consciousness from the lizard to the human host. And that consciousness now 100% controls the human host. The consciousness of the human is now gone. It's obsolete. It's over with. So that brings forth the question of the shapeshifters. It might not actually be shapeshifters. It is like legit parasitic invasion body snatcher style shit what I'm not trying to go off the rails here but I am searching up our guy here and this dude has like released an entire fucking memoir on everybody that he has information on Oh, Prince I didn't find that. To I did see a long list of celebrities that he says are affiliated with this shit. He goes hard on Queen Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Are you going to go into that? No, but I know that oh. he does. Okay. Because during the interview, he brings it up a lot, but it, there there wasn't a shitload of like meat to it. Because I was looking up how Picton was tied in, and it circles back around to Queen Elizabeth. Uh, but it said Queen Elizabeth II is an REM-driven clone used MK Ultra mind control technology on me when I was activated as an REM-driven clone at the cloning center in the past. She made me run around the cloning center saying and doing horrible things under the MK Ultra technology, which she, as a REM-driven clone, operated. Queen Elizabeth II is an REM-driven clone version of herself made me say and do horrible things when I was unwillingly activated. Uh, but... <clears throat> 
<clears throat> when Queen Elizabeth II does not like someone, she has that person grown as a duplicate clone. Five months later, she will torture that person as a driven clone until that person has a heart attack or an aneurysm and their original body dies in real life. Furthermore, Queen Elizabeth II had a role in the Robert Picton murders. Queen Elizabeth II hates prostitutes. I do not know why, and it is ironic because Queen Elizabeth II is more piggish and vulgar than any prostitute I've met on the planet. Just Queen Elizabeth II's role in the Robert Picton murders alone should have her hung. Queen Elizabeth II and the Canadian government were trying to lower the amount of prostitutes on the Canadian streets. Therefore, Queen Elizabeth and her Illuminati members had a man named Robert Picton start killing these women and feeding the women to pigs on Picton's pig farm. Queen Elizabeth and other Illuminati members made sure each woman who died at the hands of Picton had a video recorded. Queen Elizabeth then watched the Picton murders uh, from the cloning center. She also forced many people, including me, uh, to watch the Picton murders on video as well. She loves watching the Picton murders and says she has a macabre fascination with death. I think that's... Who was that? It might have been Donald's reference to Brittany, and that's how she snapped, was that they were making her watch so many Dude, it's, murder videos that her her brain finally just broke. It's everyone. Megadeth is in here, like you were talking about. Uh, Michelle Obama, Mila Kunis. Oh, dude, there's it's every there's every there's so many fucking people. I saw the long, 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 long list. Justin Timberlake attends the cloning centers as a version, uh, as a driven clone version of himself. When he goes to sleep, through the process of consciousness transfer from his original body to his duplicate REM driven clone. Justin has performed many songs I have made. Uh, he he has performed many songs I have made as an REM driven clone of myself from the cloning center through the process of consciousness. Transfer from my original body to the REM driven clone. The song I'm Loving It, um, which Justin sings, is also used as a slogan by McDonald's, derives from the fact that the owners of McDonald's also attend these cloning centers. Um, consequently, uh, consequently, that doesn't go anywhere. But it's just like everybody's in here Kanye. Bieber, George Lucas, Hillary Clinton, uh, Princess Diana. It's uh, it's weird, dude. So they essentially have clones of these people, and they transfer their consciousness. I guess they're forever at the cloning center, and they transfer their consciousness to their cloning center bodies. Like, what in the fuck? It's fucked up. Chris Brown, David Letterman. Look at that, Britney Spears killing another version of Britney Spears, killing her clone. That's super weird. <laughs> We're going to have to do a Britney Spears episode all on our own. It's weird. It's nuts. it's a lot to wrap your your mind around. Yeah, there's the, yeah, the video. I'll have to send this to you. There's so much. So much. Excuse me. It's fucking, it's bizarre, man. Um, oh God! There's Nickelback. Really? No. Oh. Oh, that's not surprising at all. <laughs> I was forced to be the <laughs> when I was unwillingly activated as an REM-driven clone at the cloning center. I was forced by the Illuminati to make all of the Nickelback songs, which the band later had to perform, except for Nickelback's latest song, which has just been released, called This Means War on Roadrunner Records 2012. The Illuminati uh, showed me the video for Nickelback's self-made song, This Made War, at the cloning center when I was unwillingly activated by the Illuminati members. They told me that the intent of the song represents how angry the Illuminati are with me in regards to disclosing their REM-driven cloning subculture. That's so, that's so fucking weird. I actually named the band Nickelback, they said. It's nuts. It's the entire interview. It's nuts, dude. Uh, here's something you're going to like, though. Donald says that a lot of 
alien abductions are done by these creeps from the cloning stations. Hmm, so did our friend Max. Max. Check it out. They have a full Hollywood setup and will then place a clone on the slab inside the ship and then activate the clone. Someone will be inside the ship with a mask on that appears like a gray alien. The mask itself is made from chicken skin and dyed gray. Apparently, the government and celebrities take part in this, which all reverts back to sex and torture. But it has to, it, it, for like you said, it has to play on fear and emotion yeah. and, and all that shit. And then, and then from there he jumps back to lizards again and says that they, this is kind of fucking interesting if you guys really think about it. But he says they can talk, which we have heard, but they don't, I'm assuming they use more of like a telepathy because these lizards, lizards don't have like a normal tongue like we would think. They have what they would, what apparently they refer to as a blood spike. Okay. Which is the exact same method our friend, the Chupacabra, uses. According to Dan, it's actually like the victims from Chupacabra are actually the reptilians. Right? Because the reptilians have the ability to come up through all over the planet, claim victims, go back down. So check this out. This is where I kind of go, huh. Another thing that these reptilians, these lizards will do is when they're out and about, they, and they see, uh, we'll just say like ancient, uh, tablets with depictions of reptilians on them or literature with reptilians in it. They destroy it. What if they listen to podcasts that talk about reptilians? Well, check this out. Let's go. They can get it too. Use your brain for this here because this is pretty fucking it makes sense to me. Right? So you have these, they're actively covering up themselves. Right? Well, what are the original depict depictions of Chupacabra? I was going to say it, bro. Small, small fucking lizard person. And then what did it transform into? Yeah, a fucking ra rabid mutt. Fucking kind Covering of weird, itself man. Up. I was already going to go there. I'm like, it's it's doing it. It's already done it. Yeah. We questioned it when we talked about the chupacabra. Like, yeah. well, how the, these are two different beings. Well, maybe not. Not I didn't even think about a smear campaign. Me like, either. Make people not think of that it's a re fucking reptilian. Dude, it makes so much fucking sense. Like, how did so people? How did people sense. just accept that? Like, how did we? I don't know. As as members of the paranormal world, go from the chupacabra is this upright walking. Iguana type fucking And you thing. had a ton of those reports. Yes. And then it just goes. No, it's not. It's a it's fucking dog. It's clearly a coyote with mange. How? Bro. How? That's where I'm at. Did those two. That's exactly where I'm at. Be, how did those two cross paths and become the same thing? Bro, that's that's 100% where I'm at. When, I read, when he said that, I'm like. Because he didn't even specifically come out and. And say what I just said. But my brain went the exact same route. I'm like, wait a minute. That makes total fucking sense. Because we went from the original upright humanoid lizard being to a fucking canine. Yeah. It's just, straight up smear campaign. Yeah, you, if we looked hard enough, we could probably find the point that it, it swapped. Oh, I guarantee it. Guarantee it. And then... To kind of top it off here, another ability that the elites have, which is fucking terrifying. So there's there's a reference that you'll hear Donald use once in a while called chip heads. 
And apparently, they have perfected the technology throughout the years. It used to be much larger. Now it's about the size of, he said it's a little bit bigger than an apple seed. But it's a chip, and they can put it into you and transfer someone's consciousness into you that way. So almost like what the real do with their parasite, we invented our own version of that where they can download their consciousness to this chip and go, well, you know what? I'm tired of looking like Brad Pitt today. I want to look like the rock. And so they'll take that little device and they implant it into the rock. And now your consciousness gets transferred into the rock. That's so fucking, that's terrifying. So weird, man. Cause that, that would be essentially immortality perfected to where you could almost never yeah. catch them. It's like, like quantum immortality. Yeah. Your consciousness survives forever. And you can implant it within Wherever you want. whatever host that you want. And essentially into your same body forever. Yeah, if you if you wanted to yeah. with clones, yeah. But if you didn't want to be discovered, you could jump bodies all the time. Yeah. This says, um, back to the Queen Elizabeth thing, that's got my mind fucking tracking now. Apparently she owns... A cloning center in Canada. I found another thing here. That's on fucking Tumblr. bizarre. Uh, about the above ground cloning center in Canada that Queen Elizabeth has owned. This is from 2017. Donald Marshall says it's the middle, or it's in the middle of a forested area. I've been outside it a few times uh, when there was a clone, and there's no sign of civilization. It must be a wildlife preserve or something. Western Canada vending machines take Canadian change. The murders were videotaped and delivered by car to the cloning center. It's about within a five to six hour drive radius from the Picton farm. Uh, the interviewer says, Donald, have you ever heard of Thirsty Lake in British Columbia? I'm trying to figure out if I should use some power to investigate if we found this facility at Thirsty Lake. Donald says it could very well be Thirsty Lake. It's a six-hour drive from the Picton Farm and could be the place. Is Thirsty Lake private property like a military zone or a wildlife preserve? Uh, checking it on our Google Maps, I'll look into Thirsty Lake uh, now. Watch the weather out there if it gets extreme. Uh, yada, yada, yada. He comes back and finds out that it is Crown Land owned by That's the Queen. weird, dude. Yeah, he goes, ah, Crownland. The arena won't be on Google Earth. I bet they blotted it out. Bro, that is fucking weird. It's weird, dude. And that's what I mean. Like, you listen to him talking stuff, and it's not ultra far-fetched. Donald Marshall, Wednesday, May 30th, 2012. Would you like to know the secret initiation you must do before acceptance into the skull and bones? Okay, here it is, but it's not what you might be thinking. He says, okay, if you want to be in, they test your loyalty, your greed, and even give you sodium pentanol and GHB, which is a date rape drug. Uh, near same as sodium pentanol, the truth serum, due to the high concentration of salt. Once you're cleared, they bring you into a special room, very private. They talk a brotherhood. If you refuse, now your life will be degraded. They will do whatever they can to ruin you. So they talk brotherly love, and as proof of your loyalty, they say you're about to meet the leadership. And from the back of the room come all the old men in robes, uh, brushes too. It's very satanic based. Then the old men tell them to dis the old men tell them to disrobe. They say some nonsense about brotherhood again and brotherly love. Women are inferior in a man's world, is what they say. Then they tell them if they have any reservation about it, leave now. Knowing the secrets could spell your doom if you back out after they after the initiates agree. The benefits are vast, and all the old men. Uh, oh wow! Never mind. We will cut that stuff out. <laughs> I'm sure it gets a little. <laughs> X-rated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a bunch of old men doing exactly what you think I'm going to say here. Yeah. Not not where I'm trying to be. No, but I mean, I guess if that's I guess that's how you get into. Uh, no thanks. Skull and bones. <laughs> no thanks. Count me out. Sorry. Oh, this is a. F- 
rabbit hole, bro. Holy shit. It's it's nuts, man, and it's terrifying to sit and think that that could actually be a possibility. Yeah. That clones have taken place, which I would I would almost guarantee. Yeah. But that the You think they stopped with the sheep? No, come on. <laughs> but it's terrifying to think that out of boredom and whatever else the elites have found joy in cloning and creating this I don't know what you would want to call it. It's, it's but just like the circus of insanity and evil. It's like a human farm. Bro, it is fucking terrifying. And now, like we talk about on the episode of the night shift that's dropping tomorrow, they don't even have to have a sperm or an egg to create a human no. embryo now. No. To clone. To I guess it would be a clone. Clone a human embryo now. They could essentially just get whatever part of DNA from you and, and run. Yeah. Shit's wild, bro. It's it's a nutty story, dude. Nutty fucking story. And it just It sounds so far fetched. Like it does to a when degree. He, when he comes out and he's talking about like, oh, I wrote all the nickelback songs. I did this, I wrote yeah. this, I did that. But then you get these little nuggets placed in there where you're like, Hold up. Yeah, wait a minute. Hold up. This is yep. this this part makes a little bit of sense. Yep. He <laughs> says that the cloning facilities will do it with whistleblowers and shit too. They'll create whistleblowers. To come out and tell the, tell the half truth, and that way, the the public gets kind of satisfied with the answer, and then they just let it go, you know. All types of crazy stuff, dude. And then it's wild, like that. I feel like that, like with all the information that he's put out there, I feel like it'd, it'd be a lifetime of making shit up. Oh yeah, you'd have to go ham on it. I have to go way, way down the rabbit hole there. Oh, man. Like, just, just coming up with the details on the Queen Elizabeth with the uh, owning property in Canada, owning the cloning facility. And like, I just, it's, that's wild. Yep. Absolutely wild. Yep. But I don't know. That's about all I got for you tonight. Especially like if the dude's leaving these little breadcrumbs and they le- lead to. Like, he's like, hey, there is a queen cloning facility, like, I don't know, five to six hours from Coquitlam, where where Picton's farm was. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, what about this place that's five or six hours? He's like, yeah, probably, but I I bet it's privately owned. What is it? Oh, Crownland. Hmm, weird. Like, hmm. And then, like, like like you said, Charlie told us about the cloning facility in Canada. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. That was a good one. That was a banger. It's a, it's definitely fucking strange. Let us know what you think, Hollow Cult. Chime in on the socials. Chime in in the Discord. Be sure to share the show um, to all your conspiracy weirdo friends. That was a that was a good one. I dug that. So uh, until next time, check us out at all social medias: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. Be sure to share the show. All of your weird friends. Stay safe. Stay weird. And uh, if you see Britney Spears blowing up a cloning facility, uh, maybe give her a hand because she's probably doing the right thing.